A woman, you can't leave me like this, no. Not when the night is so young, when the dance is getting so hot. No, 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 no. Like fire, you can't leave me like this, no. Baby girl, you gotta give it a shot. I like you a lot. Shanny P, hold upon the spot. Yeah, yeah, I tell you this. A rebel time and in the best and trouble time. Baby girl, don't you worry, no frets. Yeah. The way I literally was sitting there trying to make sure I got every lyric perfect because, you know, we always open this like it's meow. R&B. Like we are out here singing on American Idol. Like this is the voice. This is the voice. If you don't know me yet, well, hi, welcome. I'm now your favorite podcaster. I'm your favorite podcast. And if you don't know, now you know. We sing a lot on this podcast. Why? Because there's a mic in my hand. And what do you do into microphones? You think you talk into them? No, baby girl. You sing. He didn't say I couldn't sing. accidentally dropped the best Ariana Grande song there is. Okay, now back to the actual intro. Welcome back to the Strike Me Please podcast. I am your host, Brada Silva, and today I am here by myself as usual. Y'all, if you think you're coming here to get a podcast with guests, you are wrong. And there's only one thing that I'm coming on this podcast to talk about today, and one, it's Texas heat. Oh, looks like I'm talking about two things. Texas heat. Who wants to take a guess on what the temperature is in College Station right now? Go ahead. Take a wild guess, please. Keep guessing. Come on. You got this. I believe in you. It's 107. It's 107 degrees right now. That is Texas heat. And Texas doesn't just have dry heat. No, 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 no. We have humidity. So imagine walking into a tropical jungle, but it being 107 degrees. That is Texas heat. This is why Texans complain, okay? The humidity is ridiculous because we're so close to the water, but we are a state that gets so hot. Like, girl, girl, what? What is the temperature around the world right now? Like, where is it cooler? Okay, so, like, just don't low for me then. Oh, my God, did y'all hear how California is about to get a hurricane? And then apparently they're about to get an earthquake or they should be getting an earthquake. California getting hurricanes is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. I don't think I've ever heard of California having hurricanes. Let's Google that together. Yeah, we're talking about the weather. Okay, if you don't like small talk, then leave. Because who doesn't like small talk? Me, as I always say, I don't like small talk. Has California stop? Has California ever had a hurricane? The only other tropical storm to make landfall in the state was October 2nd, 1858. Oh, besides the 1939 storm, 
when a hurricane so in Octo- on October 2nd, 1858, a hurricane shook San Diego, damaging homes upon rooting uprooting trees and causing inland flooding. So 1939, 1858, and now 2023. And we want to sit here and pretend like the world is okay. We want to sit here and pretend like the world is okay. Babes, California getting a hurricane is like when Texas had that freeze in February. What was that? Like October 2020? I I said in February and then I said October 2020. Like February 2020 or February 2021. Y'all remember that? And like our power grid started going out and then the world started making fun of us because they were like, you can't handle a little cold and snow. What's wrong with you? And we're sitting here like, babes. Texas doesn't get snow like this. Like, we had actual nice, crispy, nice snow. It wasn't sludgy like it usually is when it snows in Texas. No, no. It was crisp. It was nice and crisp. It, I have never seen snow like that. I have never seen snow like that, ever. And I finally got a winter wonderland. So I'm crossing my fingers, and I hope it snows again this year because I'm someone who loves the cold. I love the snow. I love the fact that, like, if I'm hot in my place I get to open up a window like I just feel like it is so much easier to control the temperature when it's cold than when it's hot because like if you're cold you bundle up you put on more clothes you shiver it out and sooner or later you can warm up you know there are ways to warm up I feel like when it's hot there's nothing you can do to release the heat except jumping into water and sometimes you don't have nice crisp little pool or creek or lake or whatever to jump into to relieve the heat the sunburn is insane it is so much easier to get sunburn than it is to get frostbite like cold weather supremacy supremacy cold weather supremacy white supremacy yep cold weather supremacy we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that so i stand by cold weather. In fact, I'll sit by cold weather. I would stand by cold weather. I'll salsa for cold weather. I'll zumba for cold weather. I will shake it for some cold weather. Summer? No, no, no. And the dance is getting hot. No, 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 no. If anyone wants to know what that song was, it's called Rebel Time by um, Sean Paul and Barris Hammond. Is that how you say his name? Barris Hammond? Hold on, where is it? Barris Hammond. Y'all want to hear it? It's a Caribbean song. Y'all want to hear it? I love how I'm still messing up the lyrics. If you don't like island music, like just, oh, it's spooky season, be my mother effing boo. If you don't like island music, like just leave. Just leave. I used to not like it for a really long time either, though. But that was just because I just didn't like my island family. And so I hated everything island related, but also because they didn't accept American culture, and even though they migrated to America, they're just like, teehee, Americans suck, and you're born in America, so you suck, and I was just like, I didn't choose to be here, but thanks, but anyways, that's, that's TMI, like, I literally don't come on this podcast and share every detail of my life, here's what I really wanted to talk about, hi, where are my book girlies, this one's actually for you, so now that we've finished talking about the weather, I feel like, you know, that was a cute little small talk to get to know each other, to get to know our favorite seasons, honestly, comment what your favorite season is, you have to go over to Spotify, 
and that is the only place or you can dm it to me i just want to hear your stories what is your favorite season summer spring fall winter mine's winter hi hello i like the depths of winter i like when it's shiver me timbers cold oh my god that is such a good title shiver me timbers cold nah that's a better instagram caption shiver me timbers cold um yeah that's how i like it and i want you to tell me any fun stories that you have do you have any fun uh stories that have to do with like the focus being of the season you can go and you can find that on spotify it'll be somewhere it'll be like would you like to reply to like you'll see it you'll see it it'll be right under this episode in spotify spotify only or if you really don't want to download spotify because i get it sometimes you don't want a new app go dm it to me i literally want to hear the stories okay girl let's get to it so fourth wing fourth freaking wing first of all this is going to be an entire podcast episode about books because i have been reading like crazy where's my kindle my roommate so graciously allowed me to adopt her old kindle from her and i want to just say this kindle is not even a year old miss mama's got a regular schmegular black kindle and then was like it's not that pretty kendall's went on black friday sale and she got herself a green one and was like hey do you want this because i've been forcing you to read and i was like yes no questions asked yes so (laughs) woman you make me feel woman you can't leave me like this no baby girl so i adopted her kindle from her and if you haven't been keeping up with the podcast then first of all what are you doing Babes, this is literally the number one podcast in the world, and you don't want to keep up with it. You got issues. So if you haven't been keeping up, though, I have been reading the Throne of Glass series, and it has brought my attraction to books back to life. And I, this is literally just going to be a whole podcast episode about book recommendations. So Throne of Glass got me back into fantasy. I've always enjoyed fantasy dystopian type reads because I'm sorry. Life sucks. (laughs) It does. Life sucks. And if you want to tell me otherwise, then like, congratulations, I guess. Like, good for you for being happy. But like, life isn't that great. Like, life is bills. Life is horrible relationships with people. Life is really horrible bosses that don't pay you. Life is life is crap. Full up, straight up. Life is crap. And so I literally, when I just couldn't take it anymore, when I got tired of reading books that were breaking my heart, I just went to my roommate and went, give me a book where I can stop thinking about life. Because I used to be like a self-help poem girly. Like, those are my favorite two book genres. But it was too close to life because poems were just like, you know, giving you life lessons. Self-help is like how to make your life better. And then I went. I want to stop trying. Give me something else. And she went, here's Throne of Glass. Because she was like, do you like romance? Like, what do you like? And I was like, well, I've always known that I like fantasy um, and like dystopian worlds. And she was like, okay, well, then I can give you Akatar or Throne of Glass. But like, do you like romance or do you like action? And I was like, well, I hate romance things. Like, I don't like romance movies. I don't like romance books. I hate things that are solely focused on romance, except for poems, surprisingly, because it just gets very cringy it gets overdone it gets really sad and it makes me hopeless and if i want to be hopeless about love then i can simply become single again and go start dating like that's the yeah so no so no i don't want to feel hopeless so like give me something that's let's romance and she went 
here's Throne of Glass. And I went, cool. And I went on my merry way and she kept warning me and she was like, hey, good luck getting through the first book. First book's pretty boring. Um, just warning because the rest of the series just gets crazy. So a lot of people say how it's really hard to get through the first book. I got through the first book and I instantly fell in love with the series because of how boring it was, because of there was just so much mis mystery. Uh, the main person is a woman who's like fighting her way through life. Like she is earning her freedom through a king who put her into slavery. And like I needed that. I needed something calm, cool and collected. I needed something easy on the heart. And so I will highly recommend Throne of Glass to anyone. And if you want to read the Throne of Glass series, I don't care if you look it up and you see it goes Assassin's Blade, Throne of Glass, Air of Fire. You read Throne of Glass first. Assassin's Blade is for when you understand what's happening. You read that as the third or fourth book in the series. You don't read it as the first. It, I understand it's the prequel, but it's a prequel for when you understand everything. It's not the prequel to understand the story. It is like, it is a book that is, I love these characters so much. I want to understand where this character is coming from in life and how we get to where we get by book six, seven. And so that's when, like, that is why the prequel is for the third or fourth book in the series. My roommate recommended it as a third book, even though technically people like, I think you're supposed to read it as a fourth book, but she was like, read it as the third book. When you read it as a third book, you have more, t you have more moments where you're like, oh my God, I understand this and that's so cool. And so that's how I read it. And I prefer that because there are still moments in like the actual third book of the series where you're sitting there and you're like, oh wait, that was in the prequel. So you get, I feel like you get to enjoy those moments more instead of just like passing over them and being confused. So I would recommend it as a third book. And I really was happy that she recommended me to read it as a third book. But yeah, Throne of Glass, that's all I have to say about it without spoiling it because I'm on the final book, which is Kingdom of Ash. And that's basically where all hell and war is breaking loose, which is so funny because when you read the first and second book, you're going to be like, war? Question mark. Yeah, that's how crazy this gets. In book one and two, you're just like, oh, okay, this is happening. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Huh? What? What do you mean? Oh, my God, why is this happening? No, 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 no. Okay, bye-bye. Like, that's literally how one and two ends. And even at the end of book two, you're like, huh? What? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you absolutely mean? And so it, it, it is insane. And so from reading one and two, for me to be like, oh, yeah, and that, like we're in all out war. You're going to be like, how do we get there? Because that's the exact same reaction I had, because my roommate was reading Kingdom of Ash when I was reading throne of glass so the she was on the last book and i was on the first book and i was like oh this is so funny we're like two complete opposites and i remember when she was like yeah you just need to keep reading because like in my book like we're in all-out war and i was like war what do you mean we're in war and now that i'm like at kingdom of ash i was like yeah no from like after reading through the series you're like a war was always going to happen there was always a war at like 
that was always in the background that we just didn't know about. So, yeah, like we're going to war. <laughs> so just prepare for war, guys. And like, that's all I can say. And you're still going to be confused. Um, But yeah, Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn from the Throne of Glass series, dude, you have to tandem read it. And if you don't tandem read it, you will never get through Tower of Dawn. Because, man, compared to everything else, Tower of Dawn is really tame. And Empire, you read Empire of Storms before Tower of Dawn. And it wasn't until there's this guy. I need to find him. I literally just reposted all of his um, videos on my Instagram story because he makes the funniest videos. Because he'll do, like, Tower of Dawn in 60 seconds, Throne of Glass in 60 seconds. And when he does, like, he just does it perfectly in such a comedic way wait wait we're not gonna listen to what's happening on instagram right now hold on what's his name dale dale c sander 99 that is who he is on tiktok and instagram and it is so funny because when i watched his recap uh when i watched him recap tau uh empire of storms like here's empire of storms in 60 seconds or less stop <laughs> Y'all, can y'all also go do me a favor? Hold on, hold on. I need to, man, I'm not even fixing this. Y'all, can y'all actually go try out Magic Mind? Because I actually really do enjoy their products. This one's not even sponsored. And I ran out, but I want to use my discount code. And like, if you use my code, which I could literally post it in the show notes. If you use my code, like they give both of us a discount. And I'm like, I want the discount because I want to order a lot. Like, stomp. So could y'all actually go do me a favor? And at least go check out my link. If you want to order using my link, like, go ahead. I'm not going to force y'all to do anything, but, I mean, I can't. Like, what am I going to do? Hold a knife to your head? Like, babes. Because <laughs> there's no gun violence here, so I'll be using a knife. <laughs> actually, a sword. Because I'm Aelin. Or Violet. We'll get there. Um, but, yeah, guys, this isn't sponsored, but, like, could y'all... Could y'all just go let them know that I sent you, please? But yeah, back to what I was saying. When I watched this, when I watched the recapping video, I was like, I forgot how much happened in Empire of Storms. Like, like literal major plot changing things. Like, it's a 600 page book. And I think there was like seven or eight events that literally changed everything about the story. And I forgot that much happened in that book. Like from the second you start reading, you are on the edge of your seat for this book. But in Tower of Dawn, to be honest, Tower of Dawn, you're just watching the evolution of Kale, a.k.a. Kale, because he's an unmovable vegetable and you'll get it when you get it. Oh, my God, he should have died. <laughs> but like Kale is literally going through Tower of Dawn and you're just watching his revolution, but he's having the same revolution that Selena had in book three of the series, which is, is it? No, it's Throne of Glass, Air of Fire, Queen of... Sh okay, so she he's having the same revolution, depression revolution as Selena in Queen of Shadow. And Queen of Shadow did it in one book in a few chapters why does kaol get a 660 page book he doesn't need that long to have the same revelation that selena had a few books back at all and it's stupid and then at the end of the book like there's only one 
Yeah, there's about two story changing things that happen in that book and it's 600 pages versus like the eight things that happen in empire of shadows and so truly tower of dawn should have happened in a few chapters not an entire book so that is why if you do not tandem read like i will literally add the link that tells you when to flip between books in the show notes just to push you to tandem read this book because if you do not tandem read empire of shadows and tower of dawn you will be so bored that you're going to try skipping tower of dawn and oh my god the amount of people who ask can you just skip tower of dawn you cannot because one of the biggest plot plot changers is in tower of dawn and it's the only freaking plot changer in tower of dawn i'm sorry like there's the one boom oh my gosh which happens at the end of the book and then there's a one little Eep. and you're like oh wow anyways and you just like go about your day you know like it is the tiniest 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 plot changer it's but you know it's one of those plot changers that sarah j mass is so good at where she's so good at like breadcrumbing to foreshadow what's happened what's going to happen uh later on within the series that's what that plot changer is there's like the And then there's like the keep. And then like later on, probably in Kingdom of probably in Kingdom of Ash, you're gonna be like, oh, this is when this comes into play, huh? Also, Kale is so codependent, and I'm so sick of him. Anyways, so I'm in Kingdom of Ash, and Adian is now my favorite character of the entire series. I know everyone loves the main girl because she is. She's a bad biddy. And I am so pro-woman that I that she is one of my favorite characters and I will forever love her. And I just have so much hope for her is all I'm going to say without spoiling. I just have so much hope for her and I love her. And I love that this is officially a series about how powerful a woman is. And even though she the only thing you need to know is that it's pronounced Aurelia. That was a spoiler. That was a spoiler. Hmm. Whoops. <laughs> I'll cut that out. I'll cut it out because I want, I, this is me persuading people to read the series if you really enjoy fantasy. But just know that there's a couple in the book. Man, I, I can't. There's no way to say this without spoiling it. But just know that even though she she is dating someone who's really powerful it still doesn't overtake her power and i love that sarah j mass is so good at that is so good at putting her and pairing her with some powerful males throughout the story with like the most like oh my gosh like no matter how strong the men are in this series the women always are able to overtake them and the women always end up being stronger and being able to overpower them and are constantly pushing men in the background even though they're just as strong as them but like the women's brain power makes them stronger than the men throughout the entire series and that goes for every character even when you think that one of the characters in this series is weak and you're like she will she can now she cannot outmaneuver this male character she still does and I love that I love it so much and I love how Sarah J Mass is so 
good at writing she's just really good she's just really good at portraying women without them being like girl boss gaslight gate oh well they do be gaslighting and gatekeeping but like <laughs> without the whole like oh i'm a mother and i could do everything and the word like no it's like i'm a woman and that's what makes me me like i'm alive and that's what makes me so cool i could outbeat all of you simply because i can and simply because that is my power simply because i'm alive so i love that i love that i love it but it's very sad i will say throne of glass series will have you crying but that's my little update that is me pushing y'all to read the throne of glass series because if i had to cry then you have to cry also assassin's blade is my favorite book in the series which again you read it as the third book from my recommendation read it as the third book just read it as the third book and it's my favorite book but it will make you cry and I will say when I read it and I actually want to reread it again just to feel those emotions again but this time fully allow myself to feel those emotions when I first read that book I I actually didn't cry because I could not allow myself to completely feel every emotion and like I was reading the book and being part of the world but it was like there was a piece of me that I let stay grounded in reality of like, this is not real. This is a book. These are just characters. This didn't really happen because I could not allow myself to feel the deep emotions of that book because of how sad it is. And the thing is, Assassin's Blade, you know, actually, you know, since Throne of Glass. Do you? Well, it's not a it's not a spoiler because, you know, from like the first book. So since book one she keeps letting you know that she had a lover and that the reason why she doesn't want to love or get close to anyone is because she's had a lover in the past who has died and assassin's blade tells you the story of how their love came to be and how and why he died and even though the entire time through the entire series until like literally the first two books she is like i had a lover he passed I don't do this because my lover passed. This is the name of my lover. Yeah, my lover passed. I really loved him. He passed away. He died. It was a gruesome death. Oh my God, it was bad. Oh my God, my lover died. Oh, this is how bad it was. But then to get the full understanding of why years later she is still mourning his death, like you're still not prepared. You are still not prepared because their love ran so deep that I literally went, oh, no, they're faded mates. No, they're definitely faded mates. And you couldn't tell me otherwise they were faded mates. But they weren't. That's just how deep that love ran. And Oh, my God, I'm literally getting chills right now. Like, I literally have goosebumps in my hot bedroom because, oh, well, would you look at that? It is officially 108 degrees. Yeah, the peak for College Station is 108, and I've kind of been waiting for it to hit 108 all day and my watch just said it's officially hit 108 and now it should start to cool off okay by 7 p.m it should be 105 it's 6 15 let's see if it actually gets there because me and my roommates want to walk campus our low is 79 and i'm not seeing anywhere through the hourly forecast where it hits 79 degrees i see where it hits 80 i love having a red flag warning about the excessive heat <laughs> My legs aren't shaved, but I'm wearing shorts when we walk around campus and, like, ride VO bikes and stuff in the dark. But, yeah. So, as a Throne of Glass series, I love them. 
I love Assassin's Blade forever, my favorite book, because Assassin's Blade's Assassin's Blade, you don't realize it until you get deeper into the series. And I think that's how it slowly became my favorite book, even though I gave it a four stars. I gave it a four stars on Goodreads, but I gave it a four stars because I rated it as soon as I finished reading and I was in shambles. So I wasn't ready to give it a good rating. But now the deeper I go throughout the series, the more I love it because you don't understand like in Assassin's Blade, it's it's five miniature stories that are all like 100 pages long. And so it's just like five different stories from her life, five different moments. And you don't think much of it. But then like you go later on and you see how like those five stories end up being the anchor to the biggest plot changes in the book, which you get in Empire of Storms. And to think that Kingdom of Ash is like 900 and something pages, it's close to a thousand pages. And to know that there is still more plot changes. My roommate was like, bro, just be prepared to be hopeless through the first 300 pages. Like, you're not going to have any hope. Like, to know that that much is still going to go down is scary and terrifying. So, there's that. Now to Fourth Wing, my favorite book. You heard how I just ranted about Throne of Glass? Because I do love it, and I'm about to finish the last book of the series. I love Fourth Wing more. Fourth Wing is officially my favorite book that I have ever read. And I've read some pretty good books in my life. But nothing can beat Fourth Wing. Because Fourth Wing has a combination of everything that I've learned that I enjoy in fantasy. Which is, one, enemies to lovers. I love a forbidden love. It is so fun. So there's the forbidden love. It has enemies to lovers. It has a very strong woman who okay it's like it's kind of a little bit of both it's a strong woman who on her own wit alone becomes stronger but at the same time there's like she gets the time mm. you know what I take that back because she's not getting help from a man that's my favorite thing is when you have a woman who's not portrayed as a damsel in distress even though she is technically a damsel in distress, but you have to read it to understand this. She's a damsel in distress, and men are coming around. That was my washing machine. And men have been coming to save her, but at the same time, she's literally telling these men, please stop saving me. I am not weak. Even though she understands how weak she is, she is like, I am not weak. Stop saving me. Do y'all hear that? Oh my God, hold on. Okay, so I'm actually happy that the microphone picked that up because I went out there and I was like, was that the washing machine? Oh my gosh. And my roommate looked at me and was like, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what that noise was. I genuinely don't understand what that sloshing and walk, uh, rocking around was, but I'm happy the microphone picked it up. So confused till this moment, but yeah wasn't the washing machine it stopped it had stopped like 10 minutes ago back to what i was saying so our main girl violet which i find so funny because one of my favorite things to like name like i just i don't know i think violet's such a beautiful name and so to have a character actually named violet kind of slays unique but like our main character violet such a beautiful name um nickname violence like she is like from the beginning of the book they're like nope 
she's fragile she's weak she's not even supposed to be a dragon rider and her mom's like yeah i don't care just don't die actually her mom's like nah, i don't care you're going and then her sister's like please don't die and she's like i have to live up to the family legacy of being a rider dear god i'm just not going to die today and <laughs> that's basically the entire book knowing she's the weakest link in her little war college and so these men in her life are like no we're gonna save you and everyone else is like because the whole thing is supposed to be like you kill off the weakest soldier and so everyone else is like we're just gonna kill her so she doesn't hold our squad back and then the men who care about her are like well technically it's like man and sister and technically dead brother because like her dead brother's book who saved the older sister which he gives again this is not a spoiler because it happened in the first chapter uh the dead brother wrote a book because he was a successful writer uh rider like dragon rider not writer so he was a very successful dragon rider one of the best actually but he passed in war and so he wrote a book when the middle sister was going to become a dragon rider and he was just basically a book on like how to survive and so she was like listen if our brother was alive i know he would want you to have it so here's this book so technically it's like a best friend and her brother who is saving her right now but yeah if i give if i say anything else it'll spoil it because the best friend just the best friend um but yeah and like everyone else in the college wants to kill her and then she makes a good friend so then it's like one friend another best friend and a brother keeping her alive and so she has so many people trying to help her but so many people try to kill her and it's very fun but the thing that i love about this book is like i the reason why i like it more than throne of glass is because it's a bunch of 20 year olds in the military and i feel like they that i feel like rebecca uh does a better job of writing the banter of a bunch of young kids and so in throne of glass it's very what's the word it's very censored not not by a lot though but like censored as in there's not a lot of cuss words uh the sex scenes there's like only two in the entire series that go like whoa you know and that's an empire of storms so like if you don't like reading very detailed sex descriptions do not read the do not read any of these series actually there there are some sex scenes in both of these books very open door very detailed it's smart enough to where it feels illegal to read it out in public so i do not recommend but yeah so <laughs> so um <laughs> in throne of glass like you don't get an open door sex scene like they just allude to sex until book six and then technically it was my step no it was book six so yeah it, they don't like they don't fully let you know the details of sex until book six fourth wing gives you two insane sex moments in the first book because this is the first book and second book releases in releases november 7th and i literally like my roommate already pre-ordered it to come in through the mail i want to pre-order it on kindle so i can have it the day it drops also i'm a full-blown kindle lover but i'll explain that after this so yeah fourth wing is pretty insane it's pretty damn insane 
I love it and I don't want to spoil anything else. Do not watch my Instagram stories, y'all, until you finish reading the books that I'm talking about because I love posting videos of like, if you know, you know, on like about the books that I read. Like if you know, you know, and I post it. And so I'll only post spoilers. I never post something that doesn't have to do with spoilers. So that's just a heads up, bro. Do not follow me unless you're okay with spoilers across social media because now I'm only posting about books except for my Instagram I'm, I post a lot about myself but then I post the books I'm reading and yeah like fourth wing is my favorite book and that's all I can say without spoiling it dude oh yeah back to the whole like banter so like throne of glass is very censored a fourth wing they are cussing the entire time which I'm like that's how I talk like every other sentence is a cuss word which I know you can't tell from my podcast but I did that specifically because I wanted people to come to a place on the internet that like I just felt like it was better to get my podcast to a wider audience but in reality I cuss every few words like mouth of a sailor right here <laughs> I think that was probably the most white saying I have ever said but truly like mouth of a sailor I have a potty mouth it's horrendous but like that's just who I am that's the person I am I hate filtered things I hate censored things I love like even listening to songs and like listening to the clean version I get mad and I would rather skip the song than listen to the clean version of a song give me all the cuss words and so um yeah <laughs> and like I said very explicit with all the sex talk like it is so much fun and on top of that, even though there's a lot of death and destruction happening throughout the book, there is so much, like, whimsical banter, I guess you can say. It is just comedy, which is what made it my favorite, which is why the Throne of Glass series is kind of hard for me to get through right now with this last book, because I, I like, it makes for a good plot if there's a thick plot change, if there's death and whatnot. Throne of Glass is literally like Game of Thrones truly where it's like it's not that funny it's a lot of death and destruction fourth wing is more like honestly i can only compare it to guardians of the galaxy which is also like my favorite side story of the marvel universe because all the characters are super funny but yet again there's a lot of death and destruction happening around you and so it's a lot of funny banter it's a lot of like oh my god i can't believe you're saying that in the middle of a war like what is happening why are you speaking like this the most funniest things like when one of the characters has sex and she needs her magical powers to basically show itself so she can prove to her professor that like yo power is here like literally one of the things that another character says to her is oh would you like to go would you like me to go get the person that you had sex with because obviously that's the only time that like your magic power shows and she's just like angry and is like shut up like that is the banter and I'm like tell me that's not the banter of like actual best friends like you're telling me if your best friend had magical powers while she's climaxing but then her magical powers are not showing when they need to in the classroom Tell me you literally wouldn't be like, oh, I can go grab your mans for you. Like, tell me that's not something best friends would do. So I think it's funny. I think it's really funny and I love it. And I just love that like relationship through all through like with every character because every character is so it is just like it like that's the only way I can put it. It is funny and whimsical 
on top of death and destruction, on top of like enemies to lovers, forbidden love, all of that. So I'm kind of hoping there's a bit of faded mates because like you'll see. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. I just hope that there's faded mates as we get deeper into the book series because apparently it's supposed to be a five book. It's supposed to be a... yeah, five books within the series, and so this is only book one. And so for book one to be this crazy, I can only imagine what the rest of the series is going to bring. So that's honestly where I'm going to end this podcast because my mouth is dry and I'm tired of talking. I'm kind of hearing my, tired of hearing myself talk. So I know this is a short episode, but I love you guys. Follow me on the socials. I talk so much about my books now. Like I am just such a book girly. I'm looking for more book recommendations. So if if you have more book recommendations, fantasy, please. I'm such a fantasy girly. And I really don't want to read anything other than fantasy. I tried reading like a funny, smutty, like 100 page book just because like it was part of like the whole sucker Kindle day. Um, I'm going to embarrass myself. It's called Wicked with the Professor. And it's a Wattpad story. And it was so irrationally just dumb but I actually needed something because what happened was I finished Empire of Storms Tower of Dawn and then I was like bro that it was just so heavy on the heart that I actually had to fill something in between so then I went to Fourth Wing and then Fourth Wing ended up becoming my favorite book of my life that I've ever read and so then I needed something to fill in between because before then it was throne of glass throne of glass was my favorite series so how was i about to be like i just found one singular book knocked an entire book series out the park what then so i needed a filler book and so i was like i'm gonna read wicked with the professor and it was such a funny wattpad stupid story that I literally just started reading it out loud to my boyfriend and he is sitting there like in tears laughing as he's playing his video games because of how stupid it is because it's like a she's known a man for hours oh my god I just know he's the one for me we're in love oh I'm actually a professor at this college (gasps) I'm a student at this college no we can't be together runs out the door I'm so heartbroken I'm so sad well did you use any contraception no the would you like any no it just doesn't feel right for me to take any contraception a few weeks later I don't understand why I keep throwing up and why I feel sick and foggy brained and the best friend's like here's a pregnancy test and she's like why would you think that and then she does the math and she's like oh my god and then she takes a test and she's like I'm pregnant how could this have happened and I'm just sitting there like are you kidding me she's like but I love him I can't get rid of his baby our baby and then like before you know what they're back together and she's like oh we're happily married I'm so happy and I'm sorry if you actually planned on going to read that book you could go read it it's called wicked with the professor bro go read it I don't care if I spoil the entire thing for you because it is it's not a good book it is a book it is a great filler book to help your mind get off of something else and into a different world but read it as a comedy and not as a serious romance is all I'm gonna say but I'm gonna end on this note because my mouth is dry. I'm gonna drink some water. But I'm done here, and I'm gonna edit this, and I'm gonna get it up for you guys. And I walked out, and when I was checking on what I thought was a broken washing machine, my roommate was eating ramen, and now I kinda wanna eat ramen, because I just realized I've only had breakfast today at like, oh wait. I ate breakfast at like three. And it's about to be seven. 
Maybe I just need a little snack. I'm tired. Goodbye. <laughs> As always, socials in the show notes. Follow me on everything. Follow me on TikTok. I'm about to be posting more content, especially more podcast content. And honestly, I think I might be posting sneak peeks of podcast episodes. And we'll see if that works out or if I'll just let John, whatever. Just follow me on social media, guys. I'm trying to up my social posting on Instagram and TikTok because I actually think I'm going to be deleting Twitter because I don't like the way Elon Musk is running it. So if you want to keep up to date, Instagram, TikTok, and if you can find my Snapchat, which I don't think I've hidden it, I'm podcast girly on Snapchat too. Just go follow me on Snapchat because that's another, the Snapchat is the way you can keep up with my life for real, for real. If you don't just want my book content, Snapchat is like my life content because that's where I have a lot of friends and family on there. So I post my life and what I'm doing. Instagram and TikTok is like, oh my God, I like books. Oh my God, this is funny. Like this funny me, a tiki, tiki, tiki. Okay, bye. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm bored. I'm tired of listening to myself talk. forever and always be for people who actually stick it out to the end and you know continue listening i love you guys y'all are my favorite